haven't been recording as much. It's just not as much of a regular thing recently. Since I've come not to rely on anything to feel a certain way or achieve a certain state. I'm really blessed to find that without anything. Especially because in my life I, when I would find something, depended on it so heavily. And maybe in the beginning that was my relationship and thank God I suffered turmoil there because it led me to write um, and eventually I started podcasting and somehow the I knew the writing had helped me so much just for so long in my life but the speaking also helped to bring me out of one of the most if not the most difficult time in my life. And I say that lightly, pausing after the words difficult time because if I knew then what I have experienced now, what I experience now, I may not have held that perception. I realize today and, and thank the universe so much today for every moment in my life up until now. It took me a while to thank the universe for my dad's death when I was a kid. I struggled for like 14 or 15 years just to accept it. But um, that first breath of acceptance was one of the most beautiful. And Similarly, when my, when my outward, worldly relationship with my best friend fell apart, there was really something that really struggled there as well and may have taken like two or three years just to come to peace with that. But the acceptance of that was even more beautiful. And it's strange how the challenges in life are not really what they seem on the outside and don't come to us in an order that that seem by maybe someone else or even by our own eyes as as getting more and more difficult if anything i would have thought that my father's death was more difficult than anything but it wasn't looking back now on the additional experience of my relationship falling apart. So it's not really what happens on the outside, it's it's who we are and the timing of it and the experience that we ultimately have 
internally. And though it took me time to accept both of these in my life, what I experience now is is beyond acceptance and it's beyond knowing it is beyond transcendence it is just what is and I just know that I that I needed everything exactly the way that it was I think there was a story that I heard recently about it was on um, some TED talk about a story about a man complaining about um, about God's doing about the way things are and how God one day told him okay you can have all my powers you can make things however you wish them to be. And so the man, he made the land and the soil fertile and the trees and the crops and good weather, whatever was needed, whatever, um, I guess was an ideal situation. And then he told God, "Look, here's my here's my creation." And implied somehow that it is and that it was much better than God's creation. And God said, "Okay, um Let's check your crop. And when they went when they went to check the crop, the crop wasn't good. And the man then said to God, "How could you do this? How could you How could you let this happen?" And God said, "You have all my powers. I haven't done anything." And when I heard this story, it, it made me think of something else. Earlier this morning, when I was sitting outside and I was looking at the, at the, at the tree that's right in front of my balcony, and I've always, or for some time, thought it was amusing how trees just stand. But a few weeks ago, it rained really, really hard, and it, and it does very often here in Florida. But in this storm, I saw this tree, I saw it blow in a way that I hadn't seen it before, and for a moment I thought that, that it might actually be uprooted. So much of it seemed like it was going at more more than a diagonal angle the top of it just seemed like it was almost going horizontal and today i was looking at this tree and it's just still it's just standing standing the same way as it always is not in the storm but just every day it just stands tall and I realized that this was the same tree that I saw a few weeks ago being blown so strongly. And I realized that everything, I looked at all the trees around me and there are so many, there are hundreds in my view. All of these survived that storm. Most of which I 
think to be weaker than this tree even. They seem skinnier. But they all, they all survived. And I realized what, what glory that the tree not only stands, but it stands despite anything. And it is actually that that gives it its strength. Ultimately, it would have to be so, right? I think my best friend used to say something a while back, or maybe it was me, or maybe the both of us, where he wouldn't ask for things to be easier. He would ask to have the strength to endure them. And I had not to not just to endure, but to thrive through them, because if that's not the reason they happen, then what could be if you have an opportunity to build strength? Then how could there be any other reason for that event or happening if there lies even one opportunity in it? become better. I take that. I think in anything in life, I don't know if it's just me or maybe everyone experiences this, or at least there's like one thought where, one thought at one moment in in their life where they're like i wish wish i could just have it i wish it could just be easy i wish i could just take the blue pill and by magic i would be the thing that i want i would have the thing that i want this would be over i would fully be awakened to the realization of of the pure self, of the truth that I am. And Muji says something about how in one of his satsangs, which are his, his gatherings, where people meet and, and discuss and gain clarity of the truth that we are. That I think at one time he he offered his his audience or the people that were sitting with him the option of choosing the red pill or the blue pill. The red pill, the one that if they took, they would continue to experience and go through their journey of refining their consciousness on a, on a manifest level, that they would continue figuring things out and gaining understanding and going about it naturally in, in, or, in an organic way. Or if you took the blue pill, that after 30 minutes you would wake up as Buddha. And I think he said that most people chose the blue pill and were very excited about this when they were raising their hands, even just at the thought of it. Even just getting the chance to imagine this. 
But he said that there were actually a few people who raised their hand for the red pill and said that they actually preferred to experience the process of understanding and getting better at something and confirming it and gaining strength and courage, perhaps. And just going about it in the natural way. Maybe there's a reason that we don't really have a blue pill for anything in life. That we don't get to choose what happens to us. We only get to choose whether it is happening for us. It's like this is what is best for us that we don't get to choose because if we could, maybe most of us, if not all of us, would choose the blue pill. I know even when Muji was describing this situation and put myself in that scenario, I thought I would take the blue pill. And there are times that I've asked God to give me the full realization of the truth of that which we are without the experience. I said, you could bypass all of the experience and just give me the, the truth if, if that's if that is also a possibility. I ask this also knowing that and with an openness to, to what is best for me, not actually having a strong preference for the truth minus the experience. And now I don't really ask for either. I just kind of see it as whatever happens, whatever it is, is going to be. But it is nice to look at the trees blow in one minute so strongly thinking that they may actually become uprooted and the next day just still standing it tells me that even if I should forget what I am that I may remember that God really wants the best for me and has only given me the best, would only give me the best, would only give me the quickest, most efficient way for me to understand something, even if it takes me decades, that was the best way for me. And I... I'm so open to that and I, I just believe in that, that I don't have any doubt regarding that. There's a perfection in, in everything. It touches and grazes everything. even more than the tree, you and me. It is everybody. 
on a level of thought and expression. Your understanding and perspective of a situation is really important in the in the quality of life that that you perceive and ultimately becomes your reality. Inwardly, what you are never changes. And what you believe outwardly makes no difference to what you are inside. So it doesn't matter what you believe anyway. But for you to know and to wake up to the reason that you are here in this body, the same reason that you are having maybe every experience and every moment of your life. It is only for your good. It is only out of love. Even the greatest difficulty, even the greatest suffering is out of love too. One day you will not only see this, but you'll be so thankful for it. Thankful for everything that happened in your life. One day you will realize that it was necessary. That all of it played some role that you can't pinpoint, but you just know. On the surface, you can say, well, you know, I gained this wisdom or this understanding, but it's much, much deeper than that. When you know the unchanging, when you know what is real, then you understand the unchanging. Sorry, you understand the changing. When you know the unchanging, you understand the changing. You understand how the changing that you believed once was real was the realest thing there was to you. You realize how it led you to the unchanging, to discovering that which never changes within you. And you realize there, that could mean be no other way. the perfection of it all. And then there's also a sort of detachment from all of it because you realize that this is how God and all of his infiniteness decided to allow consciousness express itself in your human body, in this human lifetime for you. Because he's allowing infinite expressions in each and every human body. Every human being is a different expression, has a different life story. No two are the same.
when you even realize the infinite I can't even say magnitude because it's not, it's not something that can be even encapsulated but he's allowing all these different expressions to play out in, in different bodies your play just happens to be the one that he determined for you You are not your play. You are not the things that happened in your life or the stories or the memories or even the good times in your life. You are much higher. You are the only thing that never changes. You are the source itself. And when you see from the eyes of that source, located in your very own heart, you will not wish for things to be any different. And whatever comes your way or whatever you're worried about coming your way, you will accept. You will say whatever is best. You bring my way. You have always brought my way. You have always given me. You will accept everything that has happened and whatever hasn't happened yet. Because you know that none of it is you. You are the unchanging within you, but in the realm of dynamic expression, of getting closer and closer on a manifest level to knowing your truth as much as you can without being it on a dynamic level, that process of refinement is something that goes on eternal until your last breath in this lifetime. And I was thinking about today how refining this, this consciousness would, would be the best The best usage of my time in this body would be the best usage of this life to experience what I am in it and to deepen and to know that more and more, to experience that more and more. And then be able to, as I go, experience life as the truth of what I am as much as I can, as much as I can possibly refine. Because this peace, oh, this peace, I have never experienced anything like it. I have searched my whole life for it without even knowing that it existed.
For so long, I wanted a way out of suffering. But this is infinitely more than anything I had bargained for. And infinitely more than anything I knew could possibly exist. It has become my experience. And I just want to stay in this bliss. I want to stay in this joy. I can't imagine anybody that wouldn't want to. And when something is true, you just know. You'll always be able to recognize the truth. It lives inside of you. It is you. It is the one thing that never ever changes. No matter what on the outside of your life or on the inside that you experience in your mind changes. It is all that remains when everything has been taken away externally and internally. And you don't need your environment to change for that. You can achieve this state by removing every thought, belief, idea, concept, every thought that you experience in your mind down to not being able to, able to discard any further until there is nothing left to remove. And what is left is the ultimate you. What is left is you and your purest form, the purest truth that exists. In this realm of the unchanging. And the more you bring your attention here, the more you stay in this new place that you have discovered, the more it becomes your experience. And the more you reap its joy and its peace and its bliss, it just keeps getting sweeter. But like anything in life, there is no blue pill. And all the forces of the mind will come for you. But like anything in life that you truly want, you can have. If you are willing to do what is necessary. Muji says no one can stop you from being happy. In the same way, no one can stop you from the full realization of the truth that you are, that we are. And all these earthly conditionings will come to you. about your body and daily functioning and what you've got to do next and who's doing what and 
all ordinary thoughts. You will have to deal with those too. You will have to deal with every thought that you've ever had, maybe. At least every belief, every conditioning, and certainly every identity. Will you be able to endure? Is not the question. This wouldn't exist. This possibility wouldn't exist if you couldn't. Will you endure is the question. Will you endure the process? The expansion of this space, this space within you, this peace that is expanding within you, this joy that is expanding within you, will you endure the process for it? Will you endure its very opposition? Located just a few feet above in your head. What will you do for it? Well, thankfully you don't have to do much. There's nothing that you really need to do with your body. If there is any doing, it's just bringing the attention to the source, to the place of the heart. Because like a reflex, it will go out. Those old habits and conditioning And you will have to pull it back in quite often. And this will continue for some while. But soon you will start to experience a shifting over from the person who lived in the conditioning of their specific story to universal presence to the pure consciousness that first inhabited this body before it created an identity before it created the forces of the mind and then your belief in your mind and its story created this whole delusion, entire delusions, multiple delusions for you to believe in just so one day you would transcend and know the truth of what you are, be able to experience it and know it, really know it. So that you could live in real joy. An everlasting peace. There are so many things that help me on this journey of refining or establishing in the full realization. One of which is that everything is in the infinite's hands. That even if I should utter a word in a prayer, that that was already written for me to utter. It could be no other way. 
for I've experienced countless times in my mind where I couldn't find a way and I just had to surrender. But even in that surrender, I, I realized what I know now to be true, that I'm actually not in control of anything, even when I think I am. That everything I think and say and do has already been decided long ago. That this is just how it's playing out. And I'm watching this play. You know very well, too, that you are watching your own play if you're listening to this. That you can see the thoughts in your mind. And Muji always says, if you can see something, then you cannot be that thing. You cannot be what you see because you see it. So what does that make you? If you can see every one of your thoughts, from the most pleasurable to the ones that torment you and won't leave you alone, then you are neither of those. But what are you? I think I knew this intellectually for some time. But if you want the experience of this, if you want the experience of the ultimate truth, that which all of us truly are, that we have never not been and never could not be, could never not be, if you want this experience, then it is also yours. It will also come to you. May it be so. You know, when you find the remedy for something, you just... No matter what it is, if it's saved your life, you want everyone else to... To experience it. But this is different because you want everyone to experience it, but you also know that it itself is way more than you. That even it, it coming to you, you're not really sure if it, that was in your hands. Who knows how it comes to a human being? I don't know because... Even when I would... Think of my openness. I, I would realize that that was something that... That that was by grace, that that was something that God had already given me. That maybe that was something that... I came in, into this life with, or... I don't know. But I didn't ask to be open. So I don't know what it is, but if your heart is for this, then keep your heart open. If your heart is for this, let it be so. How can it not be at that point? Thank you so much.
and I wish you the highest truth. I wish you the full realization of, of what you are in this lifetime so that you can be free of suffering. Suffering from the conditioning and and the stories that you picked up along the way. That you then live as your reality. There's such strong delusions that it's really difficult to break out of them. Just to see them. The truth is a really beautiful thing because something in us always knows, always recognizes it. But I don't know that I would have been able to recognize my delusions without, without the help of the universe, without this discovery of, of this truth the experience of it. I then was able to see the power of these delusions, how they would appear in my mind and then disappear like, like a phenomenon. Or I could just remain in presence and this subtle, but I could feel the, the difference. There would be a tightness that would come when there was a thought of personhood and it would just come out of its, on its own. Out of nowhere it would just appear. My attention would go to it until I realized what was happening and then it would disappear. That was the state that I had been living in all my life. I don't know how I would have broken out of that or would have even seen it to be a, a delusion in the first place because when you're in a state, that's all that you know. You don't see anything beyond it and it's only looking back that you realize that you were in a lesser state. It's only looking back. It's only when a, a thought of identity fades back into its source, into the source of all, the source of everything. It's only then that I realized, whoa, that like felt tight in me. That even as subtle as, as the feelings have become, that I could still feel a difference in my energy. There was like a, a tight sort of pull. And then I breathe and exhale again and my attention is back here in, in presence. But that was the state I was living in my, my entire life, maybe. At least mostly, maybe in the space between thoughts or at some other moments, staring into space, maybe I experienced presence, experienced the silence in my heart, the silence of my heart. But I'm pretty sure I lived mostly as a person. And now to live mostly in presence is a uh, it's a gift and I know that I, I didn't do it alone because I would have lived as a person my whole life. I don't think there's any way that I would have seen anything beyond it without the universe allowing me to or helping me to or bringing me that experience, 
the experience of, of the truth of what we are. I don't think I could experience it without, without the universe. I say that because even when I lived mostly as a person, there was something in me that always recognized the truth and my best friend would often talk about this and how even it doesn't matter what our behavior is. It doesn't matter if we lie or, or cheat or steal or whatever, whatever happens um, is happening through our bodies and, and mouths and there's something inside that always recognizes the truth even as I lie even when I did lie there was something in me that was always true and always knew on some level that that what I was doing or saying wasn't true. And maybe it wasn't that conscious to me. But that was in the state of being a person. That's what I experienced for many years as a person. Maybe from the time I was a teenager into my adulthood, Maybe 20 years or so, I experienced maybe some, some level of knowing within me that I was lying when I was lying. Even though most of the time it was sort of like a reflex for me, it just came so naturally. But... In being a person, I still experienced, could feel somehow looking back now that there was, that the truth was in me all the while. But this truth that I've discovered today, which is the ultimate truth, the truth of all existence, I don't know that I would have come to this discovery or knew about it all the while just being a person. I don't know that I would have. I can't say that there was something in me when I was uh, living as a person that knew that this existed because there definitely definitely was not any idea that this existed any notion I, it's just it transcends all experience and it only can be known through its very experience through you experiencing it there's no other way to even fathom it there's no way to fathom it even if you hear these words or hear people speaking about it, there's, there's really no way you can even imagine what it's like. You can't imagine what it is. So, I think it is by grace that we get to experience this. But that's not to say that you should give up. Because if you want it, if you pursue it, then, then all the good forces of the world are with you. Then grace is with you. And God is with you and all the angels. 
they have always surrounded you. Now they are overjoyed. For what could bring more happiness than the ultimate realization of the self? Even then, it makes no difference to, to God. It makes no difference to the infinite. It makes no difference to the unchanging within you. Whether you realize what you are or you don't, it's not like God's waiting for you. He's got plenty of time. You may have plenty of lifetimes in store. It makes no difference to him. He's not waiting for you to wake up to what you are. But for me, I just know that I, I want this peace. And I'm just so relieved to be free of the suffering that I, I can remember so keenly. I can remember, I mean, how can I not remember the, the suffering that I have experienced in my life, the, the torment of the mind and just the feeling within me, just so strong, just so much anxiety, so much pull, so much, just so much. I'm glad for anything saving me from that. As I said, I've, I've been searching for this peace my whole life. And I think it's always been my top priority. I think it's always been the thing I've wanted most. And I could probably understand everything in my life. And how it was leading me to this very thing that I, that I wanted. I could probably understand the, the whole play, but I, but I couldn't because I know that my mind could never comprehend the magnificence of of what is of of anything i could try but i probably would never come close so in this human body i just know i just know that everything was for me And it's not a knowing of, of the mind, it's a, it's a knowing of the heart. And there's a deep gratitude for, for everything, just everything that led me to knowing what I truly am today. I could have gone my whole life living as a person, but I'm grateful I didn't. I'm grateful I was able to experience different. I'm grateful for a way out of suffering, the greatest way out of suffering was revealed to me and it's one of the things that I'm most grateful for because I've always just wanted peace. I've always just wanted peace. And I think that I never really was fooled into thinking that it was on the outside because my dad died when I was 11 and I really wasn't, I mean, there was something in me at that point that, that knew that I, 
wouldn't find it on the outside. That it didn't even exist on the outside. Because life wasn't in my control, I realized at that point. And what he had been to me, I I knew that I, I couldn't find. Although I looked for it for the next, like, 15 years, I searched for it subconsciously on the outside, but I think inside I knew that I was always my own source of peace. And I really... I tried for that, I, I struggled for that, I, I found ways for that, I meditated for that, I believed for that, I... Because of the suffering. The suffering is what... The suffering in my mind is what drove me to desire peace. But I never knew I would find a peace like this. I'm grateful and um, that gratitude is endless. It's endless. <laughs>